The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Welcome to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Matt George, bringing you from ballpark to ballpark with a fast pass from all of last night's action with insight you can only get from the local experts on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're going around Major League Baseball like you were there for every at-bat. Let's start with the biggest game. Matt Olson has been the star in Oakland this season, strangely underrated despite his home run derby appearance and the A's solid record. Wednesday, Olson continued his heroics with a walk-off single off the wall that scored runners on the corners. Hey, this is Jason Burke of Locked On A's. The A's somehow won this game. It did not look good for most of it. They looked utterly dead from the first through the eighth inning. And then all of a sudden in the ninth, down three to one, They scored two runs. They got two hits with runners in scoring position. You love to see it, I guess. Frankie Montas was pretty decent in this game. He went six innings, gave up three runs. Joe Musgrove was really good. He, as I said on this morning's podcast, he was really good with two pitches and he basically only threw those two pitches just more of the time than I was expecting. So he was good. The A's could not get to him, but they got to Mark Melanson. And so that's nice. Um, Here's the rundown. I wrote everything down. Here's the rundown. Uh, Ramon Laureano, to start off the ninth inning, he got a leadoff double. Then Lowry Cade, uh, Josh Harrison had a ground out. So, you know, not a great start. He got a double. It looks like they're going to leave him there because the A's do not get hits with runners in scoring position. But they did. They did. Murphy walked. That's not a hit, but it it happens sequentially next. And then Matt Chapman, Matt Chapman, who looked utterly terrible most of this game, got an infield single. So that counts. That scored a run. And then Jan Gomes. He is amazing. I love Jan Gomes. Teach him the the ride the wave hand motion because he doesn't know that one yet. Uh, He scored the, or he plated the tying run in the ninth inning. A's walked it off in the 10th. Uh, Matt Olson got the, the to run double in the 10th there. So uh, yeah, nice game. It feels like this is a game that's gonna be, this is the one that they've been waiting for to kickstart their surge in the second half. Let's see what happens. I'm excited as you can tell, Uh, but yeah, make sure to tune into tomorrow's podcast and uh, I'll be talking all about this. Chris Davis also coming back to the Oakland A's. So that's that's something. And then we'll, we'll give you guys the uh, the wild, wild West watch. So got lots to talk about. So uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on uh, Twitter at ByJasonB, or you can follow the show at LockedOnA's on Twitter and Instagram. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The Oakland A's were diehard Dodgers fans, at least for a couple of nights, and are now four and a half games back of the Astros in the AL West and two and a half games ahead of the Yankees in the final AL wildcard spot. As for the Padres, frustrations of a blown save and a two-run lead in the bottom of the ninth going bye-bye have dropped them to six and a half games back in the NL West, but four games ahead of the Reds in the NL wildcard spot. Oh man, that was a that was a bubber. What's going on, guys? Javier Reyes here of the Lockdown Padres podcast. Uh, drowning my sorrows by playing Overwatch, as you guys can see here. Look, see right there. You see the little screen there. There, there you go. There you go. Uh, the Padres lose a tough one today. Uh, they lose a tough one in extra innings after Mark Melanson blows a save. 
Tim Hill gives up the big hit to Mr. Matt Olson, who had kind of been quiet for the two-game series set, so I guess it's not surprising that he's the one to end it. Uh, and this has kind of been a little bit of a microcosm for the Pirates all year. Still a very good team, but it feels like right when they're starting to potentially gain the momentum to be great, 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 uh, they kind of have a game like this. You know, really bad timing for the Mark Melanson blown save, but he's still been very good, and it's still the best bullpen uh, in the majors, literally, in terms of ERA there, number one. And also, Joe Musgrove looked really, really good. Uh, there were times when the curveball, he was throwing it consecutive times in the row, and the A's just weren't hitting it. So, shouts to Musgrove, his second straight quality start, both literally in terms of what the stat means and also just looking good uh, while doing it. So, that's pretty good. The Padres now have a very key next couple weeks against teams like the Marlins, Diamondbacks, and Rockies. Because after that, they have one of the hardest schedules in all of baseball because they play the Giants and the Dodgers a whole bunch of times. So really interesting time for the Padres, and hopefully they can uh, hopefully stay faithful, guys. That's all I can say. Uh, and tune into the podcast, as always. We're going to be breaking it down all the time. Every time the Dodgers and Astros play each other, it's must-watch television. But add the Dodger debut of another ace? Well, it's got to be the best performance. If one ace isn't enough, when you're the Dodgers, why not have two? Now that was a better game. Hey, it's Jeff Snyder from Locked On Dodgers coming to you from a hotel room in Atlanta, I think. Uh, Not really sure. Been on an airplane all day. And so I got to watch Max Scherzer's Dodgers debut from the airplane, which was a fun way to kill a couple hours. Uh, Scherzer looked great for the Dodgers. Seven strong innings, 109 pitches, 10 strikeouts, only uh, five hits and and a walk. Uh, just looked dominant. He allowed two runs. Uh, one of them was a home run, you know, which is kind of Scherzer gives up some home runs. That's part of being a power pitcher. Uh, the other one was a little bit of bad luck, a couple bloop singles, and uh, maybe an infield play that if they go to second, that run doesn't score. Anyway, it doesn't matter because the Dodgers offense showed up. Mookie Betts hit two homers. Will Smith and A.J. Pollock also homered. Dodgers were done scoring after three innings, but the seven runs they put up in those three innings was enough. They ended up winning 7-5. to five. Kenley Jansen came in, uh, tried to light the game on fire a little bit, gave up a two-run homer. Uh, Carlos Correa hit a home run off Joe Kelly. Great to see Carlos Correa finally, after all this self-inflicted hard luck he's had, finally get to bring his team within four runs. You know, what a big moment for that kid. Got to feel good for Shut up, Carlos. Anyway, uh, Dodgers won, split the series with the Astros. The offense showed up, and that's what we were hoping for. Best you can do after you lose the first game of a two-game series is split the series. That's what the Dodgers did. Now they get an off day before the Angels come to town, and hopefully uh, Dodgers can get some more wins this weekend. So check out Locked on Dodgers every weekday morning with me and Vince Samperio. We'll be here to bring you all the news on this game and every Dodger game. And check out the whole Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Seven innings pitched, 10 strikeouts, only two earned runs. Yeah, LA will take that. That'll do, Scherzer. The New York Yankees go for double digits again. The San Francisco Giants finally get healthier. And the Cincinnati Reds win by the skin of their teeth. We go around the league next. Let's go around the league. A giant return and yet another win for San Francisco. Ben Caspic with the Locked On Giants podcast. Welcome back Tommy LaStella, who missed almost half of the season, almost 80 games for LaStella, and he was supposed to be a huge part of the San Francisco Giants offense this season. He was signed to a three-year deal in excess of $18 million, so... That was the biggest contract ever handed out by Giants' relatively new president of baseball operations, Farhan Zaidi. 
who's done a fabulous job targeting players. And so when he get, this is the player he's given the biggest contract to. So, you know, we have every reason to believe, and if you look at Tommy Lastella's track record, that he could be a big part of this Giants offense that has been pretty good without him. So to add him to the lineup, to add Chris Bryant to the lineup, which they recently did as well, this Giants offense has the potential to really help fuel this team into the playoffs and perhaps through the postseason uh, down the stretch, <coughs> excuse me, down the stretch here. And Lastella tonight showed exactly why Farhan Zaidi and the Giants gave him that deal. He saw a lot of pitches and was on base four times, two hits and two walks tonight. And he had a lot to do with the Giants scoring seven runs tonight. And so did Donovan Solano, so did Alex Dickerson. On the mound, how about welcome back to Kevin Gosman, who has kind of been MIA for the last few starts, but tonight was the best he's looked in a while. So we'll break this all down, talk about Lestella's return, talk about Gosman on Locked on Giants tomorrow, where it's your team every day. Another day, another double-digit run total for the Bronx Bombers. This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked on Yankees, and the Yankees won 10-3. They won two out of three against the Orioles, win the series, and have another offensive explosion. It arrived late in this game, but that's okay. Two games, back-to-back, 10 or more runs. It's the first time the Yankees have done this all season. DJ LeMahieu goes three for five, drives in four runs. Giancarlo Stanton has seven runs batted in in his last two games. He seems to be waking up. Anthony Rizzo hit his first Yankee Stadium home run into the Yankees' bullpen, so he got that over with. Jameson Tyone didn't factor into the decision, but he pitched six and one-third innings, had ten strikeouts, pretty good outing for him. So the Yankees, again, win the series. I'll have the recap on the next Locked On Yankees, and I'll have a preview of the four-game set against the Mariners, which begins on Thursday. The Cincinnati Reds won. No thanks to their bullpen. A win is a win. And I know that the bullpen really made that win stressful, but the Reds won. Michael Lorenzen getting the last five outs of the game, looking like the guy who needs to be inserted into the closer role for this Reds bullpen. Whew, the Reds got enough runs. A three-hit night from John, or afternoon from Jonathan India. And just... Uh, they won. It was frustrating to watch that eighth inning because it looked like it was all going to fall apart again. And I was pretty much crafting an explanation as to why the Reds are done in this playoff race after a terrible two-game set against the Twins. But they bounce back. They get the win. The bullpen, well, Michael Lorenzen closes it. Oh, a little worried about everything else. We are going to talk a lot about that on tomorrow's Lockdown Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. Make sure you join me. I'll be looking for you. Another loss for the Rockies, but at least there were some positives. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked on Rockies podcast. Now for today, August the 4th, tough night there at Coors as the Rockies are unable to come back and beat the Cubs falling 3-2. John Gray still looking pretty sharp, however, and Ryan McMahon looked really great in the field there. Unfortunate the Rockies can't get it done, but I mean, that's also just kind of... uh, baseball i mean it was just one hit oh that uh, was the the difference there and, and rymel tapia had a great night too it's just one of those nights where it's kind of just a that's baseball type of night i mean you can't really get too upset you wish the rockies scored more but uh what can you do i think that's just baseball we'll break it all down right here on locked on rockies 
And there you have it, a busy and entertaining night in Major League Baseball, made even more enjoyable thanks to the insight of our local experts. For more information and discussion surrounding these games and the top baseball storylines, be sure to tune in to all of our local MLB podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Until next time, I'm Matt George. We'll talk later, but we're always Locked On now.